Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. We started this morning with the Health Minister, Stephen Donnelly, who was in North Sligo and South Donegal on Friday afternoon last. And in speaking with Ocean FM during his visit, the Minister acknowledged that the situation where people are still waiting on trolleys for long periods of time at Sligo University Hospital should not be happening. Minister Donnelly was attending the opening of three new primary care centres, one in Drumcliff, one in Grange and one in Donegal Town. And the Minister says that the government is taking the overcrowding situation at Sligo Hospital very seriously and efforts, he insists, are being made to address the issue. And he said also that he believes the opening of uh, primary care centres such as the ones in the region on Friday would go a long way in alleviating the situation. Well, our reporter Catherine Gaffney caught up with Minister Donnelly to speak to him about uh, some of the relevant issues and also to some other locals who were welcoming the opening of the health centres. What I say is that Sligo University Hospital is a fantastic healthcare facility and we are blessed and the people in Sligo and the people in the region are blessed with passionate, highly skilled healthcare professionals in the hospital. We're adding more money into the hospital. We're adding new beds. Uh, This year, I funded an additional four critical care beds. When I came to Sligo Hospital last time, that was one of their big asks, was they had these four ICU beds, but they didn't have the staff. I've sanctioned a lot of staff. What they've said is that'll help with treating more uh, patients in theatres. It will help move people through the emergency departments. That's one of the things you're doing. They also asked that we accelerate the build of, I think it's a 42-bed block. It's a four-storey block. That's happening. Um, I was asked to make sure that there were really good cardiology services as part of that. And as people in Sligo will be aware, we've done that. We're sanctioning more cardiologists. Uh, I've just actually met a cardiologist here in primary care in Grange. So the community cardiology services are going from strength to strength. And critically, as people in Sligo will have uh, heard reported last year, there's a, a cardiac CT scanner going in as well. So in Sligo Hospital, we're building up the services. They have another big ask in in terms of another very large development in terms of more bed blocks. Um, I'll be uh, releasing the capital plan shortly and that's something that we're looking to, keeping a very open mind uh, to doing. So what I would say is this, I want to acknowledge 
that no patient, particularly older patients, should be waiting on trolleys for an extended period of time. It shouldn't happen. We are taking it very seriously and the solutions are as follows. Add resources into the emergency department, which we're doing. Add extra beds into Sligo Hospital, which we're doing. Add extra diagnostics capacity into Sligo Hospital, which we're doing. Critically, the bit we talk about less in in terms of trolleys is build primary care centres like this so that patients don't need to go into the ED in the first place or if they're in a bed, they can can come out earlier and they can be treated in their community. Sligo needs uh, more consultants. That's something we're we're sanctioning. Um, Sligo needs more discharge options. A lot of the solutions to patients on trolleys is actually getting patients out of the wards when they're when they're ready to go so government has a has an important role to play and i believe we are stepping up i believe we're doing that you can see that in the extra facilities that are going to be funded the healthcare um, community has an important role to play as well and um, we need to see senior decision makers in the hospitals longer. We need to see senior decision makers there in the evenings. We need to see senior decision makers there uh, at the weekends. And I'm not just talking about ED consultants at all. I'm talking about other consultants who can help. I'm talking about the consultants having access to radiology. I'm talking about the community teams coming into the hospitals to help with the discharge and making sure that the community services are available past what has what has historically been more of a say nine to six monday to friday service so two things a a significant increase in capacity the clinical community are rightly calling for that and we are responding and secondly the bit i'm calling for and i think they are responding as well is changes to working practices so that patients have access to services longer patients have access to services at the weekend and critically and that's why we're here launching this primary care center patients have access to the service they need back in their community uh, another local issue that was raised here today by healthcare professionals was uh, the lack of resources and mental health care yeah. provision. Um, that's something that you have committed today to to work on. That's right. We got a very uh, good uh, presentation earlier on from one of the doctors working in mental health supports. Um, I met uh, members of my own party earlier on this morning and I said to them, what are some of the biggest challenges in Sligo that we as a government need to be focusing on? And the first thing they said to me was mental health services adult services, but particularly the youth mental health services. I can assure you that Minister Butler is passionately committed to rolling out these services. Um, over the Towards the end of last year, hundreds of extra staff in, in mental health services were hired. Your listeners will be aware that we've, uh, we've appointed an Assistant National Director for Youth Mental Health, an Assistant National Director for Mental Health. The consultant psychiatrists who are leading the CAMS teams around the country, including here in Sligo, they need more support. They need, they need central national expert support in terms of protocols, in terms of clinical guidelines, in terms of, you know, working together. Uh, they need more resources on their team. They probably need different management arrangements with their teams uh, as well. So that's one part of it. But in fact, a very small percentage of young people with mental health issues end up in CAMS. CAMS is for those with the, uh, with the biggest need, which is why it's, why it's uh, uh, psychiatry-led. In fact, the vast majority of young people don't need access to CAMS, they need access to proper community-based mental health services, to things like uh, counselling and to group work and to other things. And so, yes, we're focusing on CAMS and Mary Butler is deeply committed to that. But, But just as importantly, and probably my numbers might be slightly wrong, but well over 90% or over 95% actually don't need CAMS at all. Um, 
for that group, we have to support some of the local organisations here that provide the services. So the likes of Pieta House here, I know, is very strong. There are other community groups here in Sligo that maybe aren't getting the sort of funding that they need to be getting. And then we need to be hiring into the HSE teams like the team here to make sure that when young people need that help, most of it not highly specialised help, most of, it, most of it quite standard mental health supports, that they can get them. So they're not in place everywhere. The waiting lists are too long. They're too long for CAMs and they're too, too, they're too long for the less specialist services as well. So what are we doing? We're, 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 we're investing a lot of money in sanctioning new staff. We're working with community-based organisations to, um, to help them. And we're really trying to make sure that when people need that help, particularly the early intervention, that they can get it when they need it. Emer Duggan, owner and pharmacist of uh, Grange Pharmacy here in Grange. It's a great day. Um, the Health Minister officially opening the new primary care centre, which is just next door to yourselves. Absolutely. It's a fabulous day for Grange here. Um, the whole area is delighted to have this wonderful facility and it's just next door to us, which is it's very handy for all the, the customers can come straight across, which is it's great for us too. And um, I facilitated the location of it and we share our entrance, but I would have seen it as a, a wonderful thing for the community to have. I've been in around. It looks amazing. Have you been in? Not yet. All oh, right. Well, when you get in there, it's it's a, it's an amazing facility. They've got lots of room, lovely waiting area. There's physiotherapy. There's there's occupational therapy. There's dietitian. There's the area for the public health nurses. We have three GPs now. When I opened here 22 years ago, we would have had just Dr. Heaver, man in the whole area all by himself. And it's wonderful that he has help now because uh, the area has got so much bigger and uh, the needs of the people have got so much greater. You know, so anything I think that will keep people out of hospital, you know, and it, the, the trouble with parking at Sligo General now and everything, you know, it, it's really handy that people will be able to avail of services here rather than having to go to Sligo. And of course, then your pharmacy complements that overall service. Absolutely, absolutely. We've we've great team here, myself, Ashley, and, and Lorna. We work uh, really well together and we work really well with the, the GPs. They're all wonderful and, and I think we all provide a great service to the locality. I hope I'm not blowing my trumpet too much here, but we, we all do. We work together and it's it's a wonderful service. You've mentioned that you've been in this locality for over 20 years. Is it is it a very different place now than it was then? Oh, absolutely. The, the population has increased. We have a huge number of new families, young families and... Uh, yeah, it's 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 we've had lots of houses built and and yeah, the the area would would be much much bigger. You know, we'd have a much bigger population now. You know, and I'm sure that that the presence of this primary care centre and indeed your pharmacy will encourage more people to live maybe in the likes of Grange as opposed to uh, Sligo Town. Do you see it being like an up and coming sort of a, a commuter area? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that there's beautiful blue sky out there today, but if you look out towards the sea, could you be in a nicer place? Michael, you're a local resident here in Grange. Big changes with the new primary care centre. Oh, it's marvellous altogether. It's terrific, you know. Beautiful spot. Uh, locally. And uh, we're all proud of it. Have you had a chance to go inside yet? Oh, I've been inside. I've been inside a couple of times, <laughs> but not as a as a guest. <laughs> no, so um, I've been here with the doctor. My doctor's in here. So, and what do you think of the service being provided? Great service. 
great service here altogether. You have your chemist one side here, and you have their uh, doctors here, nurses and everything. It's great, it's great. And it saves you from going into the hospital in Sligo, I'm sure. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, this is uh, handy. All right, you know, we go into Sligo and you could be waiting hours here. You might be away in a couple of minutes or half an hour at the most anyway, you know. Have you been living in Grange your whole life, Michael? Well, we don't live in Grange, we live in Mahara. We live in Mahara, a couple of miles, five miles up the road. But I was born in the parish of Grange. I moved from Mahara. I thought it was better country. <laughs> <laughs> a big changes, I'm sure, over the years, Michael. Oh, my God, it's a slight... This is a small village here, and there's more employment in it than I've ever seen in my life. I think it's strange. There was no houses here, no supermarkets, nothing. But uh, look at it today. It's terrific. A great build-up area. For a small little village, it's terrific. You can't beat it now. Okay, that's uh, Michael Famahara, one of the users of the new uh, primary uh, centre, uh, care centre in Grange. And of course, uh, the Minister also opening uh, centres in Drumcliff and Donegal Town on Friday. Before that, you heard from Emer Duggan, proprietor of Grange Pharmacy, and from Minister Donnelly himself. And not all of you impressed that Minister Donnelly is going to take the necessary steps to ease the overcrowding and uh, trolley situation at our hospitals. How long has he been saying that? How long has this been going on, asks this listener. They can take it as seriously as they want. It's actions that matter. Um, Angela says, an elderly woman I know was taken to Sligo Hospital by ambulance last weekend. She had to wait for three and a half hours outside in the ambulance for treatment. There were three ambulances there, all held up for hours. There are lives at stake here. Uh, What else would the Minister say when being interviewed by Oceans is this person... um, they need to take the situation very seriously. They won't provide the proper resources to stop the overcrowding in hospitals around uh, the country. Uh, Tommy says, if they're so serious about taking action, then why do they take three to four months summer holidays coming up soon? Uh, Sean says, this is the man who, before joining Fianna Fáil, was highly critical of the same political party. In his weekly column in the Sunday Independent newspaper, Vincent Brown took Stephen Donnelly to task on this form of total hypocrisy and roasted him on his television show appearance a number of years ago. This man is in the current position as health minister for a number of years now and just like all of the previous ministers in this particular ministry better known as the poison chalice he's continuing with a vision of privatisation of our health system. Don't let anyone be fooled into believing this government is in, the government is incapable of correcting the current public health system. There is no appetite whatsoever to change the current mess that's been in the making for 40 years or more. And someone else says, uh, these comments this morning coming from the man who contributed to it with his unscientific lockdowns. He was warned it would cripple the waiting list, but he and others did not listen. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.